time none in he attained. But when the coastal towns began to burn, the nation of Roston took notice. They sent soldiers out against the conqueror known as Coral, but fell to his might. Having seen this new lord's power, Isia bent to the will of Coral, offering up the sword of their nation as a sign of their unconditional surrender. Coral seated himself upon the dragon scale throne, uniting the nations of Rosland and Isia under House Rogaria. Thus, the nation of Revelin was born. The land was at peace for nearly 200 years before something impossible occurred. Every man, woman, and child bearing the name of Rogaria inexplicably disappeared, some leaving behind the very clothes they wore. Hasutova eagerly filled the vacuum of power, claiming all of Bravoy as Talon Domain. Some years have passed, and now Rosland is beginning to wake once more. The taverns are alive with rumors of uprising, rumors of rebellion. Even now, plots are being devised, and borders are again being drawn. Diplomacy is failing, and it looks as though the lands may once again be torn in twain. All fates hang in the balance as the swords of the just are forged. I think his One first name. <laughs> okay. I think his first Rathbar. name is going to be Keldrak. Keldrak. No, Keldrak. Keldrak. Yeah. There's Keldrak. E between okay. the D and the R. Gotcha. And I'm working. Is that with a C or a K? K. C is for Saxons. K is for Vikings. It's strong. Okay. <laughs> And yes, Sissy it's not Romans. Selderac, it's Keldorak. Yes, and, and Sissy <laughs> Romans, who used a C instead of a K, whereas the Greeks used a uh -huh. K almost exclusively. Well, um, I'm ready to start whenever you all are. Uh, Raph, whenever you wish to press the button. You know what, let, let let's know. actually do that. Let's let's change that to Keldrak Modern. Yeah. Oh, I was wrong. Apparently I've only got 11 hit points. Okay. So I took fa I took favorite in skills. I haven't oh. taken any favorite class bonuses yet. So, so a as you can tell, we're all like highly prepared here. Oh, no. You know. I took favored in the fighter, but I still get one for. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Yeah. Uh, let me know if you want me to edit these first few minutes off recording where we're like discussing unfinished characters sure. and stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, so it has been recording. Uh, only since uh, you said, "Are we all ready?" And then I 
was announcing his okay, name and Shari announced enough. she needed to leave the room briefly at the same time and we got kind of yeah that, that was when well, it cut in is everyone here <laughs> yes. yes 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 and yes okay welcome everyone to the very first session of a campaign of my own personal creation the name of this campaign while not officially is called swords of the just we begin we shall begin in the Amadeus Res as a small caravan of dwarven brothers are traveling from the kingdom of the Five Kings Mountains just and has just sat out on a long and arduous journey to the Brevik city of Restov. After nearly being eaten by trolls, burned alive by fire elementals, and nearly losing their heads in trade cart to a horde of bandits, this small group of dwarven brothers has taken on two rather unexpected bodyguards. One of their own kind, a dwarf by the name of Keldarek, and a tall, handsome man by the name of Brant, whose right hand seems to have been replaced by a wicked half-moon-shaped weapon. If you two would like to go ahead and give each other a very short introduction of your characters, now would be a great time for that. Uh, Wesley, if you could go first. I'm doing a tiny little bit of admin called filling in the blank spaces on the character sheet. <laughs> Fabulous. All of them. Uh, you know. <laughs> Brant is about 5 feet 11 inches, tall but not quite in that 6 foot range. He has got a very muscular build to him. It looks like he spent the majority of his life being trained and hardened for something more than physical labor. Um, he's got a couple physical scars, but he also seems to have that unkept look about him. His hair's kind of greasy, his face has got a couple days unshaved look to it, and he's got kind of a dead gleam in his eye. You know, just, just almost kind of looking like he doesn't really care. Seems like a killer to me. Mercenary for hire? Or someone, money. or someone just willing to do whatever it took to get his next cup of wine. Aha. A drunkard. <laughs> yes. A devout worshipper of the grape, indeed, by the sound of it. <laughs> uh, Caden Kalius, isn't he the drunken god? Caden Kalian is the god of drunkards. Yes. Although apparently it's yes. now pronounced Kayleen, which has confused oh. the hell out of me. I think that's a misnomer. But anyway, hmm. now we turn our attention towards the dwarf, Keldrak. Yes, Keldrak. I amended the spelling. <laughs> Keldrak Morden accompanies the uh, expedition for reasons of his own. He's a stocky little fellow of about four foot tall. Uh, a little short, shorter than most of the other dwarfs on the company. Um, he tends to stomp about a bit. Very heavy tread. Um, you wouldn't call him subtle. Uh, by that I don't mean that he's crude and blurts things out. More that he... isn't much of one for finesse. Uh, he, he bears armour that he's clearly spent many years growing accustomed to. His hair and beard are of a light brown, both braided in numerous times. And he often has a kind of scowl on his face. You can't tell if it's a, if he's scowling or just thinking really hard. 
you know, he's got that kind of very intense look about him. And uh, he, if he's not acting, he's he's one of those people who you always know where he is if he's around. It's like, you know, the, the people who lurk, not, you know, not, not the people who kind of skulk and can go unnoticed, but the kind who you know he's there, his presence is felt. It's like, shit, you don't want to go near that thing. You know, whatever it is, there is a... Um, an air about him of something very intense and very powerful. Uh, he doesn't act very often, but occasionally he's had to be used to um, to exhibit great strength, to to break things or fix things. Um, and he seems rather apt at that, but reluctant to do so. Very good. The bodyguards have been traveling with the dwarves for quite some time now. Well, uh, since the city of Pytax, at least. And the funny thing about having bodyguards is that it seems that when you have them, fewer unsavory things seem to happen. Or, as the case may be, uh, nothing at all. Uh, you are now at least ten days from your destination city of Restov when a rather auspicious incident has occurred. A large oak tree has felled itself across the road, barring the wagon's path up. A hidden path back down the road, just a ways, seems to be the band's only possible way around. At least, if you're planning on getting the cart through, that is. For this, I have set the scene, and it is up to you your bodyguards, and the three dwarven members of your group to decide what to do next. I know I'm still filling in the character sheet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Allow me to give you a little bit of background on the three characters that you are traveling with. Uh, Three gruff dwarves. uh, Each brother's... Yes, they do, and I shall be explaining this. Uh, Complicated names. <laughs> the first, the first of the dwarves is an, is Elden Anvilhand. Elden is the oldest of his brothers, and if ever there was a brains of this business or operation, it is Elden. Often haggling for the best deals, talking down customers, or talking them up, as the case may be. Elden has a very stern way of doing business. It's either his way or no way at all. Thankfully, he has yet to make a bad decision. It really was all Elden's idea to begin with, this little excursion from the Five Kings Mountains. As he knows, dwarven goods are in short supply in the north, and oftentimes trade goods such as raw ore go for up to five times as what they sell for in the Five Kings region. Next, we have the middle brother, Groff. Uh, he, while he and Elden do not see eye to eye in many things, varying from the best ale to the best way to close a deal, he still acknowledges that Elden is the boss. Groff will oftentimes be seen playing the devil's advocate to any situation, taking the side counter to Elden, usually just to prove a point. But it's not uncommon for Groff and Elden to agree. Being the only brother with any kind of combat experience, he is looked up to by his younger brother, Mauld. And as I've just noted, Mauld is the youngest brother, and because of this, he's grown to be kind of of a follower mentality. Uh, since getting laid off as a coal miner near Highhelm, Mauld seized this excursion with his brothers as kind of a last-ditch effort to make some gold, as well as spend some time with the last remaining members of his family. It's been years since Mauld has been out of Highhelm, and for him to take some time for travel has done him some good, it seems. Uh, 
He can often be seen at night admiring the stars or standing with awe at the mightiness of a large oak tree or simply taking in wide open scenes. The brothers seem to work well together and more or less you've learned much about them in your travels. Uh, but as is right now, Eldon turns to you. Well, ain't no way around. Suppose we're going to have to take the hidden path. Uh, how much of a delay is that going to be? Don't know. My maps don't exactly show this area in detail. And Groff will speak up. Brother, if the three of us pushed, we may be able to move this tree. Ah, you're a daft idiot, Groff. Ain't nothing gonna move that tree. You hook up six horses to it and it probably still wouldn't move. Keldrax scowls, wondering how winding and uncomfortable the secret path is going to be, but does not speak just yet. Mald is already turning the wagon around to head back down the path. Are there any objections? Whatever gets me to the end sooner. <laughs> All right. You heard him. Turning the cart around. You travel back down the path quite a ways. Uh, and as you travel a fair distance, you see the hidden path off to the right-hand side, as Eldon had already iterated before. There it is. It shouldn't be more than 30, 40 minutes round. And I will give you all a summon link. Okay. Uh, um, as you're traveling down this path, it seems that at some point the, road's, the road actually forks. Uh, you have a simple left and right decision about you. Oh. oh no well obviously left is best but we'll leave it I'm going to leave it to the experts who've been this way before okay I'm still waiting for it to load so uh, transfer there we go almost almost and there it is Okay, well, i got to fix something here real quick, because there are people outside of the grid. Because obviously I did not set this up correctly. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, you take your time. I'm still yep. writing in equipment, you know. I've, I've got okay, fair money enough. left to spend. Well, I was going to say, remember, he wished us to actually spend uh, money and some equipment and such uh, in characterly instead of... Oh, oh, trust me, I know this, but I have so much starting money because of the trait I took that I actually need to spend most of it now. Otherwise, I will ah. have a sign... Uh, let's just say, after getting uh, free weapons and a medium suit of armor, I still have under 134 gold pieces left. And that's after medium armor. 
Fair enough. I'm trying to find a good two-handed hammer. I know there's the the stupid Shoanti one, but that's not in the call. I, I want a sledgehammer, basically. Um, and there just isn't one in Pathfinder. I mean, there's the... There's the Warhammer, but that's... that's you know what you could do if you want? Hold um, on. You could take a large-sized Warhammer, and uh, you just basically well, work... The thing is, it's basically like uh, just a big D10 hammer that, you know, it's that's it, you know. But um thing is, I could go looking at the, uh, oh, what do you call it, the long hammer. Right. But I don't want a reach weapon, I just want a big two-handed hammer, you know. Alright. I have fixed the issue. Okay. Uh, please, if you would. Uh, I believe the bodyguards should either take flank or lead on this, so you may oh, move you yourself ahead snap? of the caravan or behind. Yes, which, which, which uh, I, would, I would keep unsnapped for now. I'd better trudge the... ahead. Um, yes. Two-handed hammer that isn't the big uh, earthbreaker thing, because that's a cultural mm-hmm. thing. I can't find one in Pathfinder that isn't a reach weapon or something ridiculous. I just want a, a simple two-handed sledgehammer, you know, normal what a two-handed hammer is. Any suggestions? Mm. Well, there's a warhammer. <laughs> yeah, that's one-handed. So you're wanting a two-hand... There's the... You could do, like, a great club. Yeah, that's how it looks. But if you want something that's two-handed, you could do... And basically, uh, we're talking, like, uh, you know, D10... 20 frets times 3 200 hammer you know it's, it's not I think there's actually a great hammer oh it's a mall that's what it is great mall where the hell is that hold on it's not in uh, the cool rule book it's somewhere weird isn't it hmm let me find my ultimate equipment book and I'll tell you uh, da, 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 da. okay ranged weapons two handed melee weapons there's the Dwarven Urgosh. That's, that's a halberd. That's a double brace halberd. weapon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There's the Dire Flail. <laughs> when you want a flail that's even bigger! <laughs> uh, let's see. Those are all exotic. Yeah, I'm, I'm sensing it's looking at exotic weapons bizarrely even though it's quite a, a tool you know it's not really a well there's weapon. the earthbreaker yeah but that's a a shuanti specific weapon and it's all spiky and i don't want a spiky one just want a sledgehammer i'll go with a great club then mm. uh question if i may mm-hmm. why don't you just use the earthbreaker stats but call it a two-handed hammer or you could call I mean, it a great call it a great mall thing. and use call it a great mall and use the uh, those stats. Yeah, I yeah, mean, but I don't know what price that's going to cost or where it is because I uh, just do the same cost. It in. Yeah, just use the same cost and stats as the Earthbreaker, which I again don't have reference for. Oh, I apologize. Okay, <laughs> uh, could you wrap that up for me? Absolutely. Armor weapons. I had just closed the books, so now I got to go back in, but that's Sorry. fine. No, it's okay. All right, we have Earthbreaker at. Dun, 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 dun. 
I thought I just had it there. Where'd that go? Are you kidding me? There it is. Okay, it's 40 gold. Okay, just bear with me a moment. Uh-huh. Take off for 12 is 28. Okay. Okay. Two die six damage for medium. Um, and it's a times three crit with blunt. Yep. And it weighs 14 pounds. Okay. Yeah, see, that's kind of, again, that's ridiculously more than I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I didn't want something as ridiculously large. I wanted something more like a tool you'd use around the wagon, but it, it'll do for now, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Ridiculously. Uh, so more like a sledgehammer. Exactly yeah, like a sledgehammer. That's what I've been saying this entire time. <laughs> well, you're saying uh, a two-handed hammer, the set and the other, but um, um, uh, I want to say that... You can use a warhammer two-handed. You do realize this, right? Yeah, but that's not what I'm after. I'm after, you know, the longer handle. Okay. I'm thinking probably going to have to look at Beck de Corbin or... Uh, There's the heavy flail. Just one die 10, 19 to 20 times 2. But hang on, we, we got... Uh, yeah, Beck de Corbin is trip. the closest you're going to get because the Lucerne mm-hmm. hammer is a blooming D12. So I'll, I'll go with Beck de mm-hmm. Corbin and... Um, so, 20, um, okay. 23 well, back. Yep. So, uh, you have a choice of going off to the left or off to the right. It seems like the right path might wrap around. Okay. Well, Brent is taking up the back of the caravan. Okay. Pulling out a leather water pouch and drinking from it mm. you get the feeling it's not water that's in there uh, Mald is sitting atop the wagon he has the reins for the ponies in hand and he's had the cart stopped here at the fork for a little while uh, Eldon has gotten down from the cart and is stroking his beard looking at the fork in the road and shaking a finger towards the right I believe that's the way we ought to go why don't we just flip for it? Groff pipes up. Oi, I agree. Let's flip a coin and just pick one. Skulls, we go right. Swords, we go left. You see Maul just kind of roll his eyes like, oh, come Hold. on. <laughs> If what? the Elder says he knows the way, he knows the way. Aye. Thank you, Caltrack. At least someone's on my side. Uh, I just don't want to be late. Why make chance decisions when you can make an educated one, I always said. Doesn't sound very educated to me. You'd best be saying it's educated unless you not want to be paid. Uh, Oi, we're going right then. The wagon begins pulling off to the right, mauled at the reins still. Uh, Eldon climbs back up into the cart, and you take off on the right-hand path. The path continues for several hundred yards 
uh, and twists and turns so far that you've almost lost your way, but you're still rather well-oriented. But you see the path is beginning to widen ahead just a bit. And Keldrick, I'm going to go ahead and take everyone and move them up so that you can see what is up ahead of you. Okay. And... You can see... The path opens up into a large clearing. Beautiful. Hundreds of birds fly through the airs here, but not an animal stirs on the ground. Hmm. It seems fairly... Peaceful here. You kind of feel this energy flow through you almost as if the uh, entire area were in a blessed state. It feels calming. And you see Maud's eyes grow very large indeed from the back of the wagon as she comes into view. I am I beard. That's a clearing worthy of the gods. Keldrak raises a hand to shield his eyes from the from the light up ahead mm. while they grow accustomed to it. As he gazes at it, a frown forming on his features as he wonders if they have perhaps not taken a wrong turn. But he doesn't speak of this because he's already said his piece and mm. he's going to have to stick by it now. So he trundles slowly forwards. Uh, he, he stumbles slightly, his armour scraping against the wall as he emerges towards the clearing. Okay. And as you stumble forward, before you, the clearing sprawling. The rest of the band following closely behind you. You hear music in the trees. Not like anything you've heard before, mind you, but... Lucid. And wonderful. Grant blinks and shakes his wine bag. Sniffing it. Alright. Who puts some in my wine? I can assure you, boy. Your wine is just wine. This place is magical. And Keldrak, you may feel free to move forward. No, not just yet. Okay. He stands there on the edge of the glade, looking mistrustfully at the grass, as if expecting it to conceal a rather smelly bog, a morass that his feet may sink into if he's not careful. Hmm. Then eventually, like a boulder rolling down a slope, gathering no moss, he ambles you know I wouldn't say ambling because ambling implies a kind of indirectness you know mm -hmm. but he kind of slowly trundles forwards 
with a distinct deliberateness to his tread, a characteristic deliberateness that those who know him will recognise. Generally, it's so he doesn't trip over anything or bash into anything, but um, there's, it also has that element of dread. It seems the dwarfs are huddled close together, uncomfortable in this wide open space. Exactly. Yeah. We should be playing you feel Rune free Quest. to move yourself. We, we, we should be you... playing RuneQuest where all dwarfs have agoraphobia as a racial trait. <laughs> I'm on the map! Alright. <laughs> you open your eyes to the sunlight as it comes in from over top. A rather shallow mound has been built here uh, over the creation of lots and lots of land and forming. Uh, although, as to what actually created this mound, you are not sure. But it is a wondrous sight. Off to your left and off to your right, you hear movement. Soft movement, scuttling really. Possibly the fast footstamps of running. And they draw closer and closer towards you. Hmm. See the brothers becoming extremely uncomfortable. In fact, Eldon has drawn his small dwarven dagger from his belt and holds it out. Groff holds a battle axe in one hand standing on the edge of the cart and mauled is holding the reins with an increased tightness yes Kildrak raises his hammer slightly ready for trouble He's fully expecting trouble You catch movement to your left, and out from behind one of the bushes springs a young girl, clad in very, very little, save for leaves and branches and some wooden armor, uh, which appears to be just a large hunk of bark strapped to her chest. She regards you with an angry growl. Sherry, would you like to describe your character? Well, you did a pretty good job of describing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was stuck in VBL. It wouldn't let me move. Like, oh, I moved you. Oh. I, I don't know why it did that, but yeah. I guess the outline of the bushes. Also from. A similar direction, you see a wolf, and from the opposite direction, yet another. The girl remains crouched, growling. No words to be said, at least not any words you understand. She shifts from foot to foot, watching, waiting, warning. The wolf to her left, your right, also growling, 
mimicking her movements. Well, I'll be a horse son. What the hell is that? Is that a girl or a beast? Says Mald. Keldrak frowns, looking from side to side, wondering from which direction an attack may come. He remains silent. And from the left, the wolf runs in. Attempting to knock Keldrak to the ground. Oh, fun! <laughs> the girl runs I, in. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna go ahead and call that initiative right now. So, okay. yeah. As it, as it rears up, its its four paws and jaws bearing down upon him in an attempt to knock him down. I'm so glad stability is a racial trait. <laughs> oh, I've got to roll initiative now. Hey, um, hey, it it's... still gets the roll though, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So special. I don't care. Go My initiative is nine because I rolled a ten. Eighteen on the trip. Sorry, my initiative is ten because I rolled an eleven. Um, yeah, that's pr- wait. Let's see. Uh, Thirteen, seventeen. Yeah, that'll just about get me. I'm afraid. Okay. So the wolf charges in, knocking Keldrak to the ground, and ripping at his neck and shoulder, causing some very grievous runes. Not that much, actually. Yeah. It it seems to have. Uh, it looks it looks worse than it is. Teeth on his armor. Yeah. Well, it, it looks, looks worse because they can't. It, <laughs> it looks worse because they can't see how much blood is coming out under his hair and beard, and it's like Oops. he's hurt there somewhere. <laughs> Sorry about that. I gotta go back. Uh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> Groff moves in front of his brother, swinging upwards with the battle axe at the wolf. You beast! I think that'll hit for four points of damage. Yeah, <laughs> it'll hit. And the wolf whimpers. Brent, it's time for you to do your duty. <laughs> That's going to be a partial charge. Okay. As he rushes in, he you manage to hear him mumble something about can't even disarm these freaking animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You crush the wolf. It collapses to the ground. The wild child away from you seems 
extremely enraged by this. Oh, yeah. She sees him hit the wolf and the wolf go down, and she just charges forward. You hear her scream as she rushes towards you, Brandt. No weapons in hand. (laughs) Yeah, scream, howl, growl. Pretty much. She's going to feebly try to hit him. (laughs) 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 You sure her name shouldn't have just been Eugene? (laughs) His his AC at the moment is 10 because I charged, so... Not unless Brant's name is I Tarzan. (laughs) It could be done. No, wouldn't I (laughs) Tarzan... Wouldn't iTarzan be something that comes out on the Apple products in the near future? <laughs> like some kind of web series? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Your, your AC's what? <laughs> it's high. In- <laughs> so she brings a leg up <laughs> into your side, and you feel a rib crack. Wow. <sighs> Meanwhile, oh yeah, your wolf, go for it. A wolf will come in from this side. Oh, she gives it the order to attack. Going through VBL, what the hell? (laughs) Um, spacebar to set waypoints. You can't click point. Okay, movement stopped by VBL. Here, I'll go ahead and move it. I don't know why. There's no VBL there at all. (laughs) Okay, one wolf collapsing on Keldrak was not enough. Clearly, another one wants to join the fun. (laughs) Of course. Uh, Keldrak is prone at the moment, so that's a bonus to hit. (laughs) Yeah. Fact is, let me go ahead and activate. Well, you're probably just going to stand up on your turn, so we'll just yeah. make sure that we take into account the minus four to his AC. Mm. Like uh, would you like to make things the... drastically? <laughs> um, are uh, first in order to move your wolf from there to there, you're going to need a uh, handle animal check. Oh, that's right. So basically, you see her point towards Kaldarak as she charges Brant. And does the wolf understand? I will tell you in just a moment. <laughs> I did stat up her skills, so. Uh, the only thing is, is that you have an additional plus two, I think. Yeah, I know, but handle animal is not on my skills my skills list. Oh. Really? So, so after this encounter is over, should we all play oh, Blood um. Red Sands, which is a competitive role-playing game? Where you're all, play, you're all playing a bunch of heroes going off to... It's, it's like a Conan swords sure. and sorcery type thing. You're all playing a bunch of heroes going so off to kill the evil wizard in his castle. But as each of you die, I think you get to play the minions opposing the remaining party, so it gets harder and harder as more of you fall. Sherry, wild empathy is basically what you can use, I believe. Mm-hmm. I realize that, but oh, I'm trying sorry. to roll it, and it's not on my drop-down list for... Uh, that. I'm just going to roll a d20 and add, and add what I need to, too. Sure. That works. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, no. Okay, so the wolf is confused. You see it pacing back and forth, unsure of whether or not to help or to to harm. Uh, It's... 
it's kind of sitting and whining like, come on, tell me to attack! It's waiting and anticipating. Keldorak. <laughs> with a... With a... <laughs> Keldorak pushes himself to his feet and mm-hmm. turning to face the beast that remains there up above a rock, he glares at it and with a kind of wave of his hammer he goes, Go on! Get out of it! And tries to scare the living daylights out of it. Go for it. Because <laughs> it's just an animal, right? It, they uh-huh. don't normally attack. Eh, wolves, if they're hungry, they would. Yeah, I know. I said So normally. the DC is, it's... What is it? It's wisdom modifier plus it's... Yeah, but I, 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 hit I hesitate to add that I'm going to roll rubbish now. You know, yep. so... Uh, so you see the wolf jump, but it, it's... It, Hunches itself down close to the ground and growls at you. And, and over his shoulder, he'll bark, Get that girl out of here! There's a wild animal on the loose! <laughs> Alright. Um, Mauled comes forward. He's going to attempt to grapple the child. Damn it, I wanted to do that. I was going like, to like, Actually, he's going to This is a rescue! First. He gets down from the cart. <laughs> Uh, kind of trying to hold on to the to the pony who seems to be absolutely in a fury right now. Wow, so, so this session should be called Wolf Intervention. <laughs> this is wow. an intervention. We're doing it for your own good. That thing will eat you if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Eldon comes in, and he will attempt to grab the child and probably fail. Probably get a slap, All things considered. Yeah, he rolled a seven. <laughs> so uh, he provokes an attack of opportunity, Aru. Go oh, for yeah. it. Yeah, he does. <laughs> she is Oh, she bloodies his nose. <laughs> you, I've never seen a dwarf with a fat nose before until you've seen one with a nose that has been just hit by a fist. Wow, it's it's serpent skull all over again. He goes, oh! <laughs> Clearly, I am she, fighters. <laughs> she yeah. bashes her elbow into his face, and he reels backwards, holding his nose. So, so Shari, for Wrath of the Righteous, you're going to play the barbarian or the paladin, right? Quite <laughs> <laughs> <Right>, possibly. <laughs> all right, Groff. <laughs> He will also attempt to grab the girl. <laughs> Come here, you! Does an 18 get you? Um, probably my highest okay. is 14. You still get an attack of opportunity. That combat reflexes is coming into play. Yes, it is! Yes, it is! <laughs> I'm loving every second of it. Oh my god, so she grabs him around the, like, the back of the head and brings her knee up into his face. Uh. <laughs> but you are grappled. And struggling. Uh-huh, so I'm going to go ahead and activate that for the two of you. And growling, and spitting, and snarling. <laughs> I'm surprised she's not biting yet. Oh, that's coming. Brant, <laughs> you're up. She's grappled, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which means her AC is lower. 
Yep. What is he doing? He raises up his weapon. Mm-hmm. And where is it? Temporary tank bonus there is. Minus four. He raises up his weapon and brings down the metal cup. Okay. That's just at the base of it. Down on her head. Alright. So minus four for non lethal? Correct. Go for it. That is a so hit for ten points of damage. Non lethal damage. Non lethal, yes. Well, it might not all be non lethal at this rate. Because it, it can wrap around points. into real damage. This is true, but she's got more hit points than I do. Let's hope so. <laughs> so you smack her really, really, really good on the back of the head. And while she doesn't, she's not knocked unconscious outright, you can definitely tell that she's like a little dizzy from the blow. Another one of those, and she'll probably be out. Aru, you j- this, these terrible, evil humans and dwarves have come in, and this, this, the human one, it, it hits you over the back of the head. It hurts. She doesn't cry. She yelps, flat out yelps. He <laughs> hits her, and tries to point and wriggle towards him. Towards the wolf, trying to get it to <laughs> come on. <over>. Okay. <laughs> so let's see. It's a d20 plus two. Yes, she got him. Uh, the wolf understands. Uh, which one are you point? Are you gesturing for it to attack? The one that just the one that's holding me. Okay, the one that's holding you. Gotcha. You, you hear it. <laughs> and you still have an action left. Well, she's... What, what is it to try to break out of a grapple? Uh, standard action. You can try a grapple to reverse the grapple. Or, or a grapple you to can, break free. Or a grapple to break free. Or, or you can... Strength check to break free. I'm sorry. Escape artist check to break... Or escape artist. Out of it. I don't yep. have escape artist, so, so everyone has to go with strength. You okay. can't do strength I think to break out of you it. You can do grapple. Uh, I thought I thought you could, but no, that's probably like ropes and things. Ah, that's probably like first edition or something. <laughs> probably what's, something like it. What's or, grapple? Uh, so you click on your token, and click the special, and then go down to grapple and click OK. And and you have to sing "I want to break free" as well. No. <laughs> She's it's okay. Every time a character is like jumps off of something, I always sing. Free for it. Oh no, I, I think of a snowman. You know, we're walking okay, so I'm finding out. I'm not finding where this is. Okay, so um, it's just click on your token and hit F3. There we go. Yeah, black and then go down right up there next to the attack frame. Mm-hmm. And there's no <laughs> modifier or anything, so. Nope. Yeah, you beat you throw him off of you. Uh, you can still take a five foot step if you'd like. And I'm gonna go ahead and take the grappled condition off the both of you. Thank you. Uh-huh. <coughs> Gracious. 
Alright, so the wolf moves in to take out Groff. <coughs> uh, provoking an attack of opportunity from Keldorak. Absolutely. And I'm going to go for a trip attack to stop it dead in its tracks, but I don't okay. have the improved trip feet. Okay. So that'll provoke an attack of opportunity from it. Alright. So it, your provoked attack provokes an attack? Yes. Yeah. Cool. It, it's definitely it uh, works like that. Now I uh, have heard some people claim that attacks of opportunity cannot provoke attacks of opportunity, but that would make boxing matches really boring, you know. <laughs> well, untrained boxing matches. But I, I don't know. It, it just go ahead and uh, so his goes first because yours. I can't. I can't get his bite to work right now. I don't know why. Okay. Well, while he tries to relocate his apparently disconnected jaw. Oh, I will go like I know this. Why. Oh, oh, he's going to have to hit me for six damage if he wants to not get knocked over. <laughs> <laughs> so Hammer will just like bam into the, you know, sweep his legs out from under him as he comes charging in. Okay. Uh, I think he will probably try and bite you as you go down. Um, oh, probably. Give me one second because I think I just got to drag a token off. The, there we go. I'm just going to use this. Damn it! That makes me frustrated because his attack I, frame isn't working. It might be because he's not on the same. It maybe because he's not snapped to the grid. Because I know that the grid, uh, if the tokens aren't snapped to the grid with this framework, it can make the targeting awkward. So I've done oh, it's that. It's still that not way. working. I'm yeah. thinking that it might be because we're in combat and he's not in the combat window. Ah, yeah, because it's not his turn. Right, yeah. Okay, so that, how about this? How about it. I add it? And we'll just put him at 16 points. But that hasn't been an issue with some of the other games, so we'll have to look I into that. It's, uh, hey, it's a weird night. You know, ev you know, many countless things have gone wrong, so why should stuff work now, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with it. It's broken. Uh, so I'm just going to use the other wolf's stats for attacks right now. Because it's working. So my idea is basically, you know, knock, sweep its legs out from it, and we all scatter. Give it room. Okay, this is on... Because it's a wild animal. Calderac. Yeah, we don't want to cluster around it. And it fumbles. Bad oh, wow. wolf. Yeah. So, whoomph. Well, it was being tripped, so... Yeah, so that makes sense. So it falls prone. Yeah. It, it bites and... in. Calderac, you're up. Uh, so, having done that, I'm going to step back and give it space. Hoping okay. others will do likewise, because it, it's a wild animal, it's just been hit, it's it's hopefully going to like panic oh, and run away and hide. What? Don't nope, tell me... The reason you couldn't get its bite working is you haven't given it a bite. No, it has a bite. I can't okay. even get the attack window up. Interesting. Yeah, there's something wrong with it. I'm going to try and take the power attack off of it for one thing. <laughs> that might work. Nope, still broken. And there's probably something that's doing this to it, but anyways... Uh, so you back away from it, and then what are you doing? No, that was it. That was oh, it. Oh, sorry, that was an attack of opportunity, yeah. I'll back away. Um, 
Oh look, I'm next to this strange freak woman. Uh, this isn't good. Clearly, she's gone mental and needs sort uh -huh. out. Um, yeah. Uh, hmm. <laughs> okay, I'll try knock her down as well. Okay. So this Bring is going to provoke? Absolutely. <laughs> uh. Aru, you've just gone, so you Actually, have clear no. attacks of opportunity. Yeah. Hey, Connor. Mm -hmm. I you, just got that. Do you know of an active mod for combat expertise? Wow, um, he hasn't hit. Oh, I can't remember if there is one, but wow. Yeah, so she swings wildly at you. Uh, her nails, like claws, come at your face. Uh, but you duck underneath of it. Yeah. Her to the ground. A repeat of the last roll. <laughs> I think we know what his third level feat's going to have to be if he's going to maintain this tradition. <laughs> Mauled grabs a, uh, a large chunk of wood from the wagon. Wait, so did he trip her? He tripped her. She's prone now. Uh, Mauled grabs a, a large piece of wood from the wait, wagon. Wait, wait, wait. Comes can I, over. Can, I, can I also go... Keep her down! <laughs> uh, so as I said before, Mauled comes over with this large piece of wood from the wagon. And he brings it up. And you're looking upwards, Aru. And you see him with this large piece of wood. It's like the terrible uh, scene in the movies where just before spring. someone gets knocked out where you just see it come in at your face. She preemptively whines and yelps. <laughs> Alright, so I'm giving him the improvised attack, improvised club, and a minus four. He's probably going to miss, but oh well. Yeah, he misses. Yeah, so sorry. He, so he brings, it down, he brings it down towards your head, but you roll to the left at the last second, stopping him from uh, from knocking you out. Uh, Elden will come forward, flanking with Keldrak, and he will attempt to knock you out as well, just by a good foot stomp. Uh, single, and I'm going to give him the flank, and he might actually hit with this. So he brings his boot up and punk. Oh. Is that actual damage? Or That's actual or damage. <laughs> he dwarf stomped her. Yeah. <laughs> she yelps and then growls and snarls at him. Okay. Wolf's gone. Gruff. Uh... Groff sees that the pony is unattended and runs over to keep it from running away. <laughs> yeah, in all fairness, there's two wolves here. That pony is probably, like, out of here. Yeah, and probably provoking an attack from the wolf, but it's already taken an attack for opportunity, so it can't take another one. And it's been knocked Brent. down. Uh -huh. And in all fairness, it's a fucking wolf. It's a higher priority than a person, which in theory mm -hmm. can at least be reasoned with. 
I am still frustrated with why that is not working. Anyways, Brant, you're up. Brant. Wesley? <clears throat> I'm I'm here. I was okay. reading something, that's all. Oh, okay. no problem. Uh, it is your turn. The devil woman, wild child wolf girl person is still conscious. Yep. I'm sorry. I I was just rereading because of, I do have combat expertise, which I was finding out is the one that's minus one to attack, plus one to yeah. AC, not the combat reflexes like I thought it was. Oh, that's so right. I thought you were confusing what, it with weapon finesse. No, I have weapon finesse as well. So um, I just wanted to make sure that I had all that straight and figured out. So here um, I wonder. It may be one of the active mods where you need to have the feet tagged in the base. I looked properties. for it and I couldn't find um, it. Did they rename it to just simply expertise or something? Um, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, let's have a look. Oh shit! What? Okay, so that's actually going to... No, that's going to hit because she's prone. Yeah. Oh, she's prone. Yep. yep. Um, but that's non-lethal damage, and how much of that is lethal? Oh. Uh, well, she was at 10 non-lethal. So, let's see. Um, 11 points of that is lethal by the look of it. Because okay. you've got the two points will bring up to 12, which is our current hit points. And then mm -hmm. the 11 remainder goes to lethal. Okay. So 11 points of lethal damage, which would put her unconscious, almost unconscious normally. Um, but Mercifully, you do a non-lethal first. She's, right. Uh, but she is, let's see, so she's down to one hit point normally and 10 points of non-lethal Plus an additional 11 is 21 points of non-lethal. So, yeah, she is definitely... Oh, it does it automatically. That's how it worked. Oh, it did. Nice. Yeah, it did. It worked out nicely. Uh, uh, the actually, wolf girl... I did that myself. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, she is unconscious. Uh, the wolf uh, is whimpering. Uh, you see it... Mm, I'd probably actually still be fighting. From the ground. Well, it hasn't been given the order to stand down just yet. I know. No, I mean, but I mean, it hasn't stood up yet either. No, just, it hasn't. So we still have that to deal with. Uh, so Aru, uh, I will let you. Ah, damn it. Where, uh, what does the wolf want to do? The wolf wants to check on her, but. Okay, so if that's the case, it will come between you, provoking any attacks or opportunity as necessary, and I'm stand over her growling. One. I'm actually not going to take one. Okay. Uh, Mauled, I think, will probably try with that nasty piece of wood he's got. And hits it for two points. Keldorak, it's your turn. This thing is standing over her, yep. 
protectively. Keldrax steps back. Hold okay. his weapon still relatively raised. You know, held mm-hmm. across in front of him defensively, but not raised extremely threateningly. And he'll say, Stop! Okay. Mauled. We'll back up five feet. And we'll move on. Eldon also will back up five feet. And Brant, or Groff, is still holding the horses, so yeah, Brant. Brant for Brute. <clears throat> you know, I actually like that name. <laughs> he looks at the wolf, his glassy eyes meeting its golden brown ones. And he holds his weapon up, but off to the side, his left hand open and palm facing out. Mm-hmm. I can't help her, but you have to let me. I could have killed her twice over, and you have no idea what I'm saying, do you? <sighs> do you have handle animal? He might not have. Do not believe so. Let me double check skills. You could try a charisma sec- check, I think, but um, let me check the handle animal skill real quick, just to make sure that it works like that. <coughs> no, I have no ranks in it. Uh, let's see. I don't think that you have to be trained. I don't think it's. Oh, it is trained only. Never mind. Okay, can I still just make a charisma, you know? Yeah, you can try and improve the, the wolf's attitude by, uh... Let me see. Uh, it's probably going to be quite a bit more difficult than that, though. Oh, well. The fact so it's, it's still growling over her and... Ah, uh, let's see. Aru, the wolf. Hmm... It'll hold its ground. Keldrick. Keldrak, sorry. <laughs> okay, remembering how troublesome the pony and, well, some of the cat pack beasts he's worked with in the past can be. Uh huh. He'll back away slightly further, and to the others he'll growl Away! Step away! Give it room! And he'll eyeball the creature. You know, not, not moving his eyes from it as he does this. And and wait to see if he can get its attention. Okay. Mald will back up. As will Elden. And Groff will continue to stay on the side. He will guide the ponies back just a little bit further. And Brant... Wesley. Oh, it's my turn already. Mm-hmm. Shit. That's right. Okay, they will. It was you saying that they all back up threw me off. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. The wolf not seeming to back down. He'll shake his head. Well, I tried. 
Looks like you get the same treatment. And he will once again seek to knock out the wolf. Okay. Is this still non-lethal? Correct. Because okay. he's noticed he's noticing something here. He's like, okay, it could have attacked me. It could have bit me. I gave it a chance and it just stood there. But I can't help that little girl that I just about killed with that wolf on it. <laughs> Alright, that'll hit for seven points of damage. That is over half of its health. So. Brant is done. Yep. The um, wolf whimpers um, and uh, retreats. Connor. Yeah. That was not lethal. Not lethal. Oh, I'm sorry. It may still or may hurts. not affect it. Yeah, it still hurts. Uh, here, I'll. It, ha- it doesn't have any non lethal on it, so. I'll just heal it for the 7 and deal the 7 and non-lethal. There we go. And it backs up, retreating, but watching at a distance from the girl. Ready to run at a moment's notice. And at this, I will take everyone out of initiative. There we are. You have this girl, unconscious and on the ground. Eldon pipes up. I got a net in the cart. Keldrak moves slowly to position himself between the wolf and the woman on the ground. Okay. Eldon goes to the cart and retrieves a large net. Without taking his eyes off it, he says, Brandt, you hurt her. It's your responsibility. Oh, fuck. Um, we are out of combat, so everyone may act. And uh, to to the wolf, he says, <laughs> and glares it at it. Back. Mm. Elden retrieves the net throws it around the girl after tying her wrists and her legs and motions for Brant to pick her up. I am going to make a skill check here because I'm trying to get the creature to bugger off and, you know, to retreat and leave us alone and look, you know, because it's her trying okay. to just look after itself. Yeah, not a, not a spectacular handle animal check, but it seemed like the most uh, appropriate skill to use. Yeah, that might actually, that might work. Um, you see it back down a bit and it retreats into the force. When he believes it's truly gone, he'll turn mm-hmm. back to survey the scene behind him and what a mess the others are making of it all. Okay. 
Uh, he beloved, he believes it's gone, and you see Eldon has a net over the girl, as well as her arms are bound and her legs are bound. And Brant should be now picking her up, as Eldon has directed him. And that's the first time he's picked up a girl in a few days. <laughs> on this journey, you know, weeks on the road without sight of civilization. <laughs> oh dear so glad I'm not playing a jester Wes are you there yep I'm there um, I was checking to see if I'd put any ranks in heal and I did not okay so <clears throat> uh, Eldon motioned for you to pick up the girl she's been netted and she's, her arms are, are bound and her legs are bound <sighs> He'll take his left hand, look at his right, shake his head, and gather up the ends of the net in the left hand, and hook them over one edge of the crescent blade, obviously on the back end of the dull part of it, and heft her up and over his shoulder. Alright. Well, I'd say we picked the wrong way around. There was that fork in the road just back a bit. That might be the right way. Caldrack, are you done messing around with that damned wolf? It's gone. For now. Good. Let's get this girl back to rest off. Hopefully she will remain unconscious for most of the way. Keldrak stops to peer down at the nasty lump on her head <laughs> and and mutters something impolite to himself. Hey, don't think I didn't hear that. She might have family back there. Someone will miss her. Looks like she's been gone for some time. We'll ditch, we'll drop her off at an orphanage after we get her wounds taken care of. Hmm. Eldon lets out a laugh. <laughs> I'd love to see what had happened after we left. <laughs> orphanage probably be burned to the ground by night. If she's not afraid of fire. I can't imagine a child living out here for so long without one. Aye, she knows how to build a fire, I'm sure. But we'd best be getting along. I see a storm brewing on the horizon. The rains are moving in. Mauled holds his nose to the air, sniffing a bit. Oi, my brother's right. For we have rain before night falls on us tonight. Groff calls back. You 
Damn him, you and your damned nose. Every time you whiff the air, you think it's going to rain. If it rains, at least it'd be the closest thing to a bath she's probably had in years. <laughs> or at least since it last rained. Okay. You backtrack along the path until you come to that fork in the oh, road. And you take the other it. direction. Mm -hmm. I've dropped something. So no just, problem. I'm just going to pick it up. Alrighty. How'd everyone enjoy that? <laughs> oh, that was fun. I like if, if only our Rain of Winter sessions could have been more like that. Uh, but with less inter-party bungle. Mm -hmm. We have a hostage now. We need to feed and everything. I said it yes. was his responsibility. <laughs> Come out uh, there's plenty of, of food in the wagon, but you probably have to take a hit of a day or so of rations to feed her. <clears throat> He'll take it. He'll just instead drink a little bit more wine. If, if she can stomach cooked food. <coughs> Because we all know that's smart, to just drink and not eat. Well, as I said, you backtrack down the path a bit, and you find that fork in the road, which, <laughs> coincidentally, does go around the tree. Uh, you're able to get the wagon back onto the road, and you continue. <laughs> it's only after a mile or so that you realize... The cart is being tailed by that wolf. Yeah, that blasted wolf is following us, I was going to say. Yep. I was going to say, maybe. I, I don't know if perception is necessarily his... Oh, nope. Brant doesn't notice it. Eventually, people become aware. <laughs> yeah, as, as a group, there's that sort of feeling of, of knowing you're being watched. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, no, it's not, it's not so much that you're, you and have that it, feeling you, of you being watched. Other it's blatantly on the road. Yeah. Oh, it's not it's even blatantly. off the side of a road. That's bad. No, it's blatantly on the road and it's following you. And every time that you stop, it stops. Hmm. And it whimpers. isn't good. Find something here real quick. Okay. Give me one moment. That's yep. fine. One, one moment. Two. Ah, 
three one more. You remember how Mauld was uh, backing up his brother's claim that it might be getting ready to rain? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. raining now. Oh, uh, it's not torrential, but it is raining, and it's wet and a little annoying. through worse at least there's not a storm and of course as soon as I say that I better look up <laughs> to the sky to see if it, the skies crack open and the rain comes pouring down as thunder and lightning roll across the sky um, after you've been uh, after a while you realize that the uh, the air has become rather cold as night is beginning to fall and the and the rain turns to sleet. Oh fuck! Wait, where's the prisoner? In the back of the cart, I would assume. Yeah, open top cart. Just tied up with a net over her. Is there some kind of canvas mm-hmm. or something we can drag across to protect her so she doesn't get well? It's, by it's a light wagon, well. so it actually has a decent. Uh, a decent structure to it, so yeah, it's a covered canvas, uh, some, you know, three sides to it. Okay, t- just checking she isn't, like, taking even more damage here, you know, essentially, yeah, isn't being, like, pelted by lots of right tiny little pain. Mm-hmm. Um, if you would all like, I'm going to give you a link to the River Kingdoms map, and unfortunately I didn't really have the time to mess around with much of it. It's okay. Um but I can give you the link to it, so give me one second while I go over there. So you guys can kind of see where you are in relation to Restov. Uh, let's see. And there it is. Oh, I've actually got a really deep question to ask Shari and mm-hmm. I suspect the answer is going to be no <laughs> what? I, I have noticed that the, the portrait you're using for the token for Arhu is black and white mm-hmm. I was going to ask if you'd done that intentionally because that's how the wolf sees her part of the reason yes but oh, also okay. because um it was one of the very few really good picks that I could find. You really liked it, and it suited what you were looking for. And it was black and white, yes. Mm. It also has that appeal of it still looks, like, really young, but I don't know. I wasn't going to mention that. Sorry, go ahead, Raph. No, I wasn't going to mention that. So, yeah, okay, so I'm glad I was slightly on the mark there. Okay, after about another hour or so of traveling, the wind is beginning to pick up. It seems to be gusting and throwing the sleet into your faces, your eyes, the backs, 
it's very it's going beyond annoying now and actually going to the point of causing mm-hmm. serious issues. Let's uh, the ponies start are com- looking for a place to shelter. Yeah, the ponies are completely uh, they're freaking out, and it's it's taking Mauld and Groff in trying to calm them and pull them along. <clears throat> yeah, I'd better help with that as well. Okay. No, you don't eat it. I'll eat it. Uh, but anyways, as you can see on the map here, this is where you currently are, is at this point here. Each of these little blocks represents an additional day of journey. So you have approximately three, four, five days to make it to rest off. Uh, I, I like the way we took this interesting detour instead of using like the main trade route here. <clears throat> well, From... that's actually a map boundary. That's not... Oh, that's a border. Yeah. I thought it was that's a road. Bordered. Yeah. Okay. No, um, the dwarves came up from the south, and they mm. hit Pytax first so that they could sell some goods and wares, and also because they thought they might find someone to continue to help them on their journey up to Restoff. And really, this map is a little exaggerated because Pytax actually isn't that far north. It should be much further south, probably about here. Okay. So. <clears throat> Although the rest of the journey... Makes sense, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a pun there. <laughs> <clears throat> For the rest part. The rest of the journey to rest of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I got it. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right. I don't know. I don't know if it was like the Strand gamers called it Restev or something, or or if I've Does seen anyone... it called Restev before, but for some reason that's really stuck. <laughs> Does anyone have survival? No. Didn't think oh, so. Yes, but I'm unconscious. I'm <laughs> muted. I'm muted, but I believe no, you're I not. Do. We can hear you speaking. Um, it's been several hours. I would say that Aru is probably waking up about now. Um. I'd like us to find some shelter and come to a stop, and I'd like to be in front of her when she wakes up. How's okay. a 22? That's a good All roll. All right. That is a damn good roll. Uh, you find a cave just a little ways off the beaten path. Uh, you figure if uh, the rest of the company travels for about another 10, 15 minutes, you, you might be able to get the ponies and, the, and the, uh, the wagon into the cave before night. It's, uh, it's just a little ways up the road. This information is obviously relayed to the others after he scouts it out to make sure. Eldon says, Anything to get us out of this torrential crap! Just nothing but a bit of rain. It'll do you good. You might actually smell a little better afterwards. You, you, you realize you're having to shout this over the howling of the wind and the sleet coming down, right? <laughs> Yeah, which makes it a little more hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's why he's doing it. It's like it's like deadpan sarcasm, you know. <laughs> Either way, I'd best not be blown away tonight. Let's get into the cave. (laughs) 
Alright. You pull the ponies up the road. Um, Brant, you're able to assist Mauled and Groff in pulling them in. And once they're inside the cave, they shake themselves down, uh, throwing water everywhere, of course, but drying themselves off in the process. And they go towards the back end of the cave, which is probably about 20 feet back. Uh, dragging the wagon into the entrance and out of the rain. <laughs> Sorry, uh, for the listeners, there was a bit of a comment there in the Skype yeah, there's, chat. There's there's some out of character discussion going on there about um, Shari and Wesley's situation. Again, Wesley is away from home at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. working on that job which drags on interminably as the employers keep finding ways to extend it and avoid paying them which means they're going to have to pay them more and more and more the longer it drags out well so as, as someone wrote in a forum signature somewhere I can't remember exactly where it was the light at the end of the tunnel is the dragon warming up its nostrils? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Hey, that works for this one as well. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of a double entendre say, there. Still, there's light at the end of the tunnel. You know, just just it's a long way away. <laughs> oh dear! All right. Uh, things seem to have calmed down quite a bit, although the. Uh, weather outside has become really, really bad. Uh, the sleet continues to fall. You hear the crashing of trees in the background, uh, just underneath of the thunder and the sleet. Okay, we we settle in for the night, and it it seems like Wesley may have to head off soon anyway. Yes. So um, um, it's probably a good idea to call it a night here. Um, it's okay. unfortunate that. We yeah so sort of settle in for night and get ready. We can yep. do a scene next time when we resume. Again, mm-hmm. it's a shame that there was so many mess ups tonight. With oh, we, it's we were okay. supposed to play Shattered Star and that didn't happen because my internet connection capped out twice for at least half an hour on one of the occasions. You know so yeah. And then this was supposed to come afterwards, but it should all be good next time. You know, definitely. Fingers crossed. Well. Uh, take care, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Yep. Uh, th- thanks a lot for running game, Connor. Absolutely. Um, I'll say bye-bye for now. Bye-bye, bye-bye folks.